hello, and welcome back to Flourish. I am your host, Nicolette. And I'm Jules. And we are still recording, separate from each other. (laughs) We come to you live from separate studios today. From our own homes. (laughs) Sounding weird as ever. Yes. So thank you for being kind to us as we navigate this. Mm-hmm. Um, situation but everyone is in good shape and healthy which is what matters yes and our next episode we're just going to put it out in the universe mm. is going to be in person so you fear not <laughs> fear not we will be back together we will we will so thanks for joining us one other episode with this audio um, but happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day! Yay! That's is a mouthful. Yeah, right? Is everybody <laughs> off work today? I freaking hope so. Jules, do you work? Uh, I do, yes. <laughs> you? I- Your job is the absolute worst with holidays. <laughs> yeah, it's because everybody else has work off, so it's a busy day for us. So That we is work- so dumb. Yeah, we work all of those days. The holidays or whatever they're called, we work them all. It's rude. i'm really sorry i know but it's okay you know it's okay it is it happens did you do anything or like any like kind of plans is jp busy over this time too with his job because it's a holiday and people come into town yeah like yeah he has been busy it's just winter and it's been such a wintry winter With lots mm-hmm. of snow and things. And so he has mm-hmm. tons of people coming into town to stay. And so he has been really busy. So we just feel like we're working a bunch. But wow. it has been nice. We've been able to get away up into the mountains a little bit. Stay at a cabin. So that's been fun. Just to enjoy a couple days. Yeah, um, you guys are lucky because you have... Both sides of your family have the cutest cabins. Yes. they're so In all of the land. Yeah, our families didn't grow up as cabin people. I feel like cabins are, like, grandfathered in to families. You know, it's like people For have sure. generations. And neither one of our families were that way. But on both of both sides of our families, my parents and JP's parents both have gotten cabins within the last little while. And it's been so fun. So fun. It's the best like, people to escape. Such pretty areas. Yes. In Utah. Yes. So we feel very fortunate. Yes. Well, we spent the weekend in Sun Valley. No so, shock there. Right. <laughs> Your favorite place? Favorite place. And we actually were like, let's not be there on the actual holiday because it's so busy usually. Okay. So instead, we went up Thursday and kind of had Friday as our holiday, you know. Nice. And then came home Sunday night and so that way we're just not stuck with the hustle bustle lots of crowds on the actual holiday so you know that was a fun little it's always a fun getaway that is a fun getaway I love that you yes. love it so much it is so nice it's so pretty um four hours is not too bad of a drive the older I get like I'm totally fine with a four-hour car drive to a pretty place and like some alone time with Colby to chat. So no, it is, it's really nice. It's and that four hours goes quick. Yeah. 
especially when you find like your landmarks like you stop at the same places on your way mm-hmm. and like you just it's it becomes really familiar when you've gone so many times and so yeah. it's really not a bad and it is fun to just chat get into some deep convos and have some treats oh always <laughs> always yes what is your and- favorite car ride treat oh this is a good question I feel like you got me hooked on those freaking dots pretzels. <laughs> Ew. So Do you remember how mad JP oh. was for us spending $4 on a bag of <laughs> yes. pretzels? Yes. Really? Both of the guys were like yes. so grumpy. Infuriated. Like, we're not even, you're not even going to eat them. They're not even, t- it's like, no, they're so good. We and ate you the would- entire bag. Yes, and you think, like, Colby and JP act like we maybe have pennies to our name. Yeah. That we can't afford a bag of $4 gas station treats. (laughs) It's really rude. (laughs) Oh, but I usually love, like, probably something sour, like a little sour candy. That's definitely Um, your vibe. And then, like... Usually on way, on the way home from the vacation, I'm a like kombucha gal, and I'm like, this is to reset my system from a really bad weekend of <laughs> splurging. When I'm really, kombuchas are filled with so much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> kind of opposite of what it should be doing, but in my mind, it just really does it for me. You know, that's delicious. That what do great. you? What's your go-to? Um. Well. I usually love a payday candy bar. Wait, are you 75? Yeah, but I can't eat them when I'm when I'm in the car with you because you're allergic to nuts. And so I don't want to ever eat something with nuts when I'm like in a enclosed space with you. Look how considerate you are. So but typically that is like my my car right snack. You are so old. I know. It's so gross. A payday? Yeah. Who are you? Okay, they're delicious. They're delicious. But oh. um, yes, yeah, so, like any type of like nut roll or something, like is really because it's like sweet has like caramel or like nougat or something. Like they're tasty, but there's also nuts, so you you can kind of feel okay about it, right? So I justify yeah. it. Protein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like a candy I love a nerd's rope Ooh, nerd's rope don't get me started <sighs> so mm-hmm. so 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 good and mm-hmm. I have the smallest bladder on earth yes so I like try not to drink much mm-hmm. because I have one sip of a drink and I have to go to the bathroom in 30 minutes so. how scared are you for the day that you have a human child growing inside your stomach and you yeah. have to pee a million times more because they say you have to pee a hundred times all day and all night and if you already do that I know I know scared? I'm scared I'm, I'm really <laughs> do you scared. need a, a pee bag because you're already 75 <laughs> we've already confirmed that you're already an old lady right but because really you because you'll hear like expectant moms and they'll say like oh like the baby's sitting right on my bladder yes like I can just be and I'm like oh no and you already feel like you have a baby already yes all the time just sitting there my organs the worst is when you hear moms say like I accidentally like peed a little and I'm like okay I don't ever really want to get to that point so how can I like 
go past how can we just like skip that part how do we avoid the peeing a little or even the like the post baby i know yes. like my sisters have said they'll like jump on a trampoline and they just you can't even help it like you just you you pee no one of my sisters is she has to wear matte like there's a specific lulu legging that's black that she wears it can't have any shine to it and the reason she wears it is because she pees her pants the whole time she runs like no soaks uh, her whole bladder empties while she runs and she smells like urine no and she has and it's like she can't help it that's awful and i'm like this is and that was only after having one baby like i I went no there's these like pilates reformer classes that Mm -hmm. i like and the first part of the class you do the workout on one of those mini trampolines and before the workout the instructor literally it's 99% all of us are women that are in there and she sent us one by one to the bathroom and she says any of you who have had children I require you to use the bathroom beforehand (gasps) because the minute we start jumping you'll have to go and so she's she sends us every one of us to the bathroom and I just put myself in that group because I feel like (laughs) I already qualify I already qualify (laughs) And oh so we gosh. all go to the bathroom every time before. Oh, so we no. don't pee our pants. The things we have That's... to look forward to. I know. It's all really scary. <laughs> <laughs> They're very so scary. Um, how happy are we that we're almost done with January? Oh. Are we thrilled? Oh. Spring January. is around the bend. It's coming. It is coming. And this January hasn't been as dark and scary for you, which is even no. better. This is, no, this is even, been. that's one reason, like, that's all we need to celebrate at this point. Yes. And I have been celebrating. I have been really trying. Um, I, t- I talked to a therapist before the winter. So I was like, I am not, No, I, I can't do it again. You know? No. Like the winter that I had last year was so hard. And mm-hmm. so I was talking to her and she was so funny and literally told me I had to buy, cause I don't have winter clothing, right? Like I haven't had it like actual Wait. snow pants, like ski pants oh. or like real boots. Like I have oh. boots, but they're like fashionable and not functional. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. and I've lived here my entire life, but I've lived in denial that we have winter. And Mm -hmm. she was like, okay, well, that's an issue. I was like, yeah, I'm sure. So she just basically told me things that I already knew, which was basically that I have to go outside, right? (laughs) And in the winter, even though it's cold and I hate it. So I've just been really trying so hard. And I've spent a lot of time outside this winter. And I'm about to say something really controversial. And I have actually been enjoying winter. <gasps> uh-huh who uh-huh. are you yeah I, with I, your I, snow I, clothes <laughs> I know because in, in my snow clothes I feel like I can do anything no it <laughs> it actually I understand why my mom was so big about she's always said you need a big winter coat like yeah it's like puffy insulated that you're gonna it covers all your legs And I'm always like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to wear it. I'm just going to stay inside. Like, no. And I I splurged and bought one this year. And I love going on my walks with the dogs every day. It is a game changer. I'm sweaty. 
I'm sweaty under there. Yes, yes, you do. You you drip sweat. So I've been in like actual winter boots, like with snow <laughs> up to like my mid like legs, like up to my knees, and I'm trudging around in my snow pants. Yeah, you and, are. And it's sunny outside, and mm-hmm. I'm in, like, like I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it hurts to say it out loud. Yes. But I even sent JP a text after I'd been on a walk outside, and I said. I'm scared because I'm enjoying winter. Like, help me. Like, no, what true. does that mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, but, like, don't want to admit it because you're also like, well, I don't want it to stay. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't need it to stick around. Like, no. I'm a summer gal through and through. Yes. But it does actually turn out that if you go outside in the winter and you're appropriately dressed, mm-hmm. you will be fine. <laughs> well, and there's really something to say, like, scientifically about just vitamin d oh my gosh yeah mm-hmm. like the real kind in the form of sunshine not a supplement mm-hmm. and i really think that's it like i agree that's all I, you need yeah i was in mm-hmm. the mountains a couple last weekend and mm-hmm. i went on a walk and there was so much snow and I don't know what it was. I was by myself and I laid in the snow and I laid there for a while and I started laughing so hard because I was, I was genuinely just happy. It was so quiet. It was so peaceful. And I started laughing so hard that I was almost in tears and it was such a strange experience. And there I was like sinking inches into the snow and I felt 0% cold and the sun was out and it was a beautiful day. And I recorded myself enjoying, I videoed myself, which I didn't look at for like five days because I was, no. I knew it would be mortifying and so embarrassing to see. But I watched it a few days later and it made me laugh again. But I like wanted to record it because I felt like I needed to have it there in case I was having like a bad, wintry, gloomy, sad day, yes. and, which inevitably come, right? No matter what. Totally. But and just to remind myself, you know, that, that, like, if I go outside or whatever, like, there's things in my control that I can do to, like, make it better for myself. And I watched it and I was laughing, like, all over again at how ridiculous Stop. I was laying there. And it was, it was so funny. But it was such a great, silly experience for me. But so I am, I am doing okay this winter, but I am ready for spring. Well, for sure. Right. For sure. Um, that reminded me of, I follow someone named Amber Filler up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she shared something a few days ago about how she has a folder on her, in her photos of moments where she was felt truly happy, like happy moments, Mm -hmm. happy videos, um, in her own life and they're not like the Instagrammable moments where you like edit it and post it and it's pretty and it's yes. just like genuine I felt happy in this exact moment and I want to remember this and she says like when she's having a bad day or she's feeling down that's her favorite thing to look through are those moments because it really does like put things into perspective and sometimes all we need is like a little reminder of all the little ways we can feel happiness 
Totally agree. I love that. And so that kind of reminds me of you recording yourself because <laughs> sometimes we need to be reminded that like, yes, yes, there's a freaking snowstorm outside, but like maybe I'll put my snow clothes on and it will make me giggle and I can yes. enjoy it and feel happiness. Exactly. So, so I, I love that for you. I love <laughs> that you got your snow clothes. Thank I you. love that. What a game changer. You know, it felt really out of place. You know, at first I just, I didn't feel like myself and Mm -hmm. it was, it was an adjustment, but something that needed to happen for me. Mm -hmm. Isn't it silly? It's like the little things like that can make such a big difference. Yes. Yes. It's amazing what going outside in the, in the winter can do for you. Mm -hmm. Also, I used to to hibernate. too much way too much it was Mm -hmm. so unhealthy for me Mm -hmm. the other day I texted Julie because we had a morning where it was um 50 degrees in the beginning of January which is Mm -hmm. like unheard of in Utah completely especially after like we had like a snow squall or some weird thing happened to us like just a week before that and like all this snow but we woke up on this blessed morning to 50 degree weather at 8 a.m and the birds were chirping and there was no snow on the grass and it was sunny outside and I texted her and I said have you felt outside yet and she was like I was literally just standing out there I was like how did I know I knew I know Yes, it really is. We're we're so predictable. We are. I had my doors open, my windows open. Wolf was like laying on the deck in the sun. I was like, am I in? Is this summer? Honestly. And I know it's like a little bit of a trick because it's not like we're out of the clear of winter yet. Oh, no, no. We're still in the middle. But that was a happy moment. And I'm like, I'm actually going to live in this moment right now and feel happy that it's warm and feels like spring yes sunny and it yeah just sunny and the sun was actually out like it was a blue sky yes and it was good the only yes. thing is that my my toes were cold because I I was not wearing it you forgot your boots off. I forgot my boots <laughs> that would have been the game changer Julie. yes exactly <laughs> oh my gosh oh well, funny. I have a little um, reminder for everyone, you know, winter is a time where we forget sometimes about our, our appearance. We don't care as much about, you know, taking care of the having the dewy glowy skin. And I feel at least for me, I feel like I can like, kind of, it's always drier and colder. And you're just like, I don't care. And um remember how we all have peach fuzz on our face and like a lot of it yes I'm just here to remind you guys (laughs) to grab one of those tinkles those little straight razors for women and to tinkle the fur off your face let's get out of hibernation (laughs) and let's get the fur off because I did it the other day I hadn't done it in a while and wow Mm mm-hmm it's the mustache for me. It's the mustache. <laughs> it's really the mustache. It's really it rude. It really is. It's awful. <laughs> so 
I just... I like this reminder. Yes. I like it. Um, for those of you who don't know what the tinkle is, it's exactly what she said. It is a straight razor. You can get them on Amazon in a packet. Uh, uh, I think like so cheap. A packet oh, of like so cheap. Six or something or even two packs with six in each for like five dollars or something. They're so yeah. cheap. So, so cheap. So- I've only ever bought them one time because it comes with so many. Yeah. But they are awesome. They're a game changer. They will change. Like you'd have no idea how much peach fuzz you have on your face till you use one. And you also don't realize how differently your skin looks um, with makeup on. And not only that, but your skincare is able Mm. to penetrate Mm -hmm. your skin better when you don't have the barrier of the hair there. So, Well, it also exfoliates your, like, dead skin off, too. It does. It's like a facial. Yeah, it is. So you're getting, like, dead skin as well. Do you use yours with a, um, a serum? I don't. Okay, I, I don't either. I just do it straight out of the shower with a yeah. clean face. Same. And then just I open up those hair. pores mm-hmm. and tinkle all of it right away. Mm-hmm. And I'm really sorry I use the word penetrate. It's just Ooh, like yeah. I'm just hearing it echo and mm-hmm. I, in my head, and I'm just I maybe I really wish I could delete that. <laughs> I know it's a correct term. It's just like it is a little aggressive for. Um, <laughs> An early Monday morning. So. Yes. It's okay. It's okay. We like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so today's episode is all about, well, we're featuring literally one of mine and Julie's favorite human beings on this earth. Yes, my hero. Literally. Um, we've talked about her a million times in her book, Glennon Doyle, um, her book, Untamed. I mean, we've talked about her in general all the time. Yeah, yeah, and her book—it's uh, so incredible. Every single page, you will highlight the whole book, the whole page. Yeah. honestly, and and you'll wonder why you even have your highlighter out because it's every single word. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to someone about this book, and they said that they just highlighted in like the table of contents the chapters because like the chapters that they looked because they were highlighting the entire page so they just went back to the table of contents to highlight like specific chapters and I was like well that's definitely not a bad idea yeah no that's that's a great idea um we're specifically we have so many things we want to talk about in her book but today we wanted to talk about a specific passage um, and it's about control and love. And um, I think that we all can really benefit from this and can maybe say we've struggled with it in the past or currently. So Jules is such a good storyteller. I'm going to actually have her and her pretty voice read <laughs> the passage that we're talking about. Okay. Let's do it. So it says, I am beginning to unlearn what I used to believe about control and love. Now I think that maybe control is not love. I think that control might actually be the opposite of love because control leaves no room for us to trust. And maybe love without trust is not love at all. I am beginning to play with the idea that love is trusting that other people feel, know, and imagine too. 
Maybe love is respecting what your people feel, trusting that they trusting that they know and believing that they have their own unseen order for their lives pressing through their own skin. Maybe my role with the people I love is not imagining the truest, most beautiful life for them and then pushing them towards it. Maybe I'm just supposed to ask what they feel and know and imagine. And then no matter how different their unseen order is from mine, ask what I can do to support their vision. Trusting people is terrifying. Maybe if love is not a little scary and out of our control, then it is not love at all. It is wild to let others be wild. Literal goosebumps all over my body. And I've I'm read serious. it a million times. I know. Same. <laughs> it's it's so good. I just I almost just want to read it five more times and then say goodbye. <laughs> Truly. Like, <laughs> that's all. Like, that's all. I this yeah. This concept is something I have like I can say I really struggle with this um and maybe never recognized it until the last like couple years of my life um I I feel like I always know what's better for someone else same and (laughs) I am always like no but this is the right order and this is going to propel you like this is the best route for you and so this is how you need to do it and I know that this comes with like I am stubborn and I am I also know that I am controlling and I have learned this through therapy I would have never in my life said I was controlling like ever but I do know that that's a trait of mine that I have and I am, I have worked on really hard. Um, like for instance, I, I mean, I think it, I think it mostly has presented itself with in my marriage. Um, and I am very much so a planner. So is Julie. And so there's an order to everything and my way is always the right way. That's like how my brain works mm-hmm. and I'm very methodical. I have it. I'm, I overthink everything and, and have it nailed down to a T and I have researched the best ways for everything. So when I look at Colby and the way he lives his life, he couldn't be anywhere near how I am in that sense. <laughs> like he no planning. He's very much so like go off how he feels. Um, He also isn't like when big changes happen, like a big something like super life changing or a big interruption or he gets derailed. He actually like doesn't get that discouraged. And I've learned this about him. And I, if something like that happens with me, I am unwell. Yeah. Like how dare God interrupt my, my process of how I want to do things or anything like that. And um, so it's been really hard for me to not control like his, what he does for a job or like you, I, I've always wanted him to have a morning routine. And I'm like, but do you understand that this is what, I mean, can't you just meditate for five minutes? Like, gosh. And it's like, why, 
why am I the way that I am? Like, you, you I, and I are the exact same in this as well. So similar. And yeah. I think our husbands are yep. a little bit similar on the other side. Yeah. Um, and as I've reflected on this, and I can say that in the last, like, probably a year and a half only, I have let go of specifically with Colby and letting him live who he's supposed to be like figure out what he wants what order he wants to do things in how he wants to feel things and choosing to love him exactly where he is um and as I've kind of stepped into this new territory of trying to do this I've realized that he has never ever tried to control me ever like and my parents never have my friends never have like not once in my life has someone tried to tell me what's best for me Mm -hmm. and it number one makes me really grateful that none of them have done that to me and like I think that that's why I've been able to become the person I want to become like genuinely when I the ideas I throw out to Colby 24 7 of like what I want to do with a business and and how much money it's going to cost and I'm always like waiting for him to be like Nick like come on you already are doing this this and this like why do you want to do this and that's too much money and he has never never ever ever pushed me away from my like dream track that I have yeah um and I think ultimately that's why I've been able to like be confident in who I am and successful and it really really makes me a lot more aware of how much I have done that to people in my life and the opposite and it makes me really sad and upset with myself that I could have potentially either made someone feel less loved for who they are and and also like derailed them from like living out their best version of themselves because that's I mean you said it so perfectly like a couple weeks ago when you were talking about your grandma and how you love that she's taught you unconditional love and just like taking people for their face value and loving people for who exactly they are at that moment and I think that's basically what this is saying too like at the end of the day, you've got to let go of controlling people and you just need to lead with love. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it has been a huge struggle for me. And I do believe I'm in a really good spot right now. And I have um, really worked on this with myself, but lots of learning curves with <laughs> my personality type. Like, why are we like this? I know well it's hard because we I think what I think partially what it is is that it's like 
you feel like you love the people in your life so much that you want what's best for them. And so mm-hmm. you, you can, you feel like you can see what is best for them. And so you try to control it, but really controlling someone isn't loving them, but in kind of in your head, that's kind of, you know, and I'm not saying you as in your, but mine as well. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. um, you kind of see it in that way where you're like, okay, but I'm just tr- like, I'm trying to like tell you what could be best for you or like how to make your life easier or better. And when in reality, it's like, I only know what's best for me and like you only know what's best for you and that goes for everyone and it's it's exactly what she said where the control is not love that love is actually trusting someone else to make the best choices for them that are mm-hmm. that's going to benefit their life and set them on the best trajectory or best path for their life moving forward and so I think like almost the opposite of control is listening to, mm-hmm. to someone listening and, and asking questions and being curious instead of being critical on them yeah. and saying, Hey, you know, what do you, what do you think that looks like for you? What do you think your best job looks like? Or what do you think this could be for you? And then listening and trusting that they know what's best for them. And then if that doesn't work out for them, that's okay. I think like, learning to make your own mistakes or learning to make your own growth is such an integral part of being human that mm-hmm. when people like myself and, and you we try to like kind of control it for them and keep them from making maybe like what we think might be mistakes or yeah. something or moving things out of their their path for them it eliminates growth potential in that person for themselves Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the whole point of life is that we get to learn and grow and make our own choices for what we think is going to be most beneficial for us. And it is a really hard thing to let go of that yeah. for people that you love. Cause you just, you do, you love them so much that you just want them to be happy and you want things to go well. And mm-hmm. cause it's like, you were saying, I like, I love the morning. I love to be up in the morning. I love to be up early. I feel like I'm the best in the morning. Like I'm my mm-hmm. best, my best energy and everything. And then like 9.30 PM hits and I'm, and I'm out. But for other people, nighttime is their best time. Like that is when they yeah. thrive and they can get yeah. the most work done. And I can't relate, but because I do things in the morning, I think that everyone should be a morning person, you know? Totally. And so it's so, it's such a funny thing that we that we force that but then when someone's telling you and they're like hey that's not when I'm my best you're like but Mm -hmm. it's when I'm my best (laughs) yeah you you must be your best too you know and so it's such a such an interesting concept to think about but one that's really hard to let go of but super freeing when you are able to actually just say okay I'll worry about Mm me and you worry Mm -hmm. about you and if and I guess trusting them enough to know that if they need help or if they want your opinion or your advice, they'll mm-hmm. come to you for that. And I, I heard a quote in a TED talk that I listened to once, and it said that people go where they feel welcomed, but stay where they feel valued. Mm-hmm. And so if you are, you know, being a welcome and like a warm place for people and you value your like 
your partner's opinion or whoever, you know, it is you're talking about and they feel like it's a safe space to like talk to you about things, then when they don't know what to do, they can come to you and then that's where we thrive, you know, because we're fixers, you know? Yeah. We fix things. We like to we like to help and that's I think where if they feel like they can trust you with that instead of when they come to you with something I think I have the tendency to like criticize or be like oh well that's you know obviously that's not going to work or you should try this instead instead Mm -hmm. of like being critical just like listening to them first and like hearing them out and asking a lot of questions about what they want and going from there and then I think they'll feel more comfortable returning to that place with you instead of like their ideas getting shut down or like they should be doing instead of what they are doing you know right we have an episode from last season that was like about intuition and like quieting the noise so that you can hear those like pings whether they're from a god or from like another source or the universe and um when I was reflecting on this passage I thought a lot about the experiences I've had I I have a a handful of experiences in my life where I have like so vividly um I call them like spiritual experiences where I have been like given this knowledge about something to do with my personal life or um, direction for my personal life and it's like this massive awakening Um, and it's unlike anything I've ever experienced before and it's so undeniable that it is like um, divine and and from someone higher than me Mm -hmm. and those have old those moments have ultimately led me to some of the most pivotal parts of my life um and i think about how sad it would be if if i if i had one of those moments and i came to colby and i said hey listen this just happened to me this experience just happened to me and I need to do this, this, and this now. Like, this is the, the um, projection that I need to now move forward with. Like, I know this is right for me. And if he were to be like, well, that's, that's out of order. That's not, that's not the way we've always seen it. And that's not the way that mm. it's supposed to be. I would be so <laughs> devastated. And I believe that as human beings like we all have a very special little book of like instructions in our body that are given to us and we have like the power to access it and it's only like we are the only ones who are able to access it um and I think we're given bits and pieces of it throughout our life and it's literally for no one else to see or to know. Um, and so how sad is it that we try to diminish or um, get in the way of other people's plans when 
Because how many times do you hear people say, like, I just know this is right for me. Like, I know this doesn't make sense right now, but this is what I'm feeling I need to do now. Like, I know it's everything I've said I never wanted to do. Or I know that this doesn't financially make sense. But, like, in my heart, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. And I you have to believe people when they say that and you have to let go of the uncertainty or the, the, Oh, this doesn't sound like a stable decision for you. Like at the end of the day, you have to let people lean into their intuition and you just have to be there to love them and support them. And I think that we all would be, much more creative or successful or in love or happy if we all could do that, like give up control. Um, I think it's so freeing, especially in, in, when it comes to love, whether it's friendships or actual like um, romantic relationships. Um, I know that I've, I hear a lot of people and I, especially in our culture here in Utah, a lot of people have children young here. And when you don't choose to do that here, like say you're 27 and you don't have a kid yet, a lot of people start getting pushy with you. Like, well, why haven't you had kids? Come on, you're getting old. And Mm -hmm. the amount of times I hear people in my, when I do people's hair, tell me, how frustrating it is for them to be asked that question and told that they need to have kids when like they have had very intimate experiences within themselves that they know it's not right right now. Like, why are we trying to control people's (laughs) people's other people's lives? (laughs) Yes. At the end of the day, it really at all. It really is so weird. And it, it happens a lot with religion here too. It's like if someone, because it's a heavily religious place, it's like the second someone decides they don't want to be religious anymore. It's like everyone in their close circle that is still that religion decides to like make it their mission in life to make that person be religious again. And like, but why can't we just let people do what feels best for them? Yeah, I know. And it's easier said than done because I obviously struggle with it. But there are so many circumstances, even just outside of like a romantic relationship where we are, we're probably doing it with our friends every day where we're kind of controlling them. We probably don't even notice it. No, no, we probably don't even really notice it. I think we say things in conversations with people all the time and it's things we don't even think about that could actually really affect them. I mean, think Mm -hmm. about your, if your friend has come to you with like a business idea or something, and if like critical of it or something, or you say like, oh, I'm like, if I'm like, oh, that, I don't know if that's going to work. That could Mm -hmm. change their entire like trajectory of their, of their life. If they feel like, okay, well, you know, not very many people are supporting me. My friends aren't supporting me in it. Maybe dumb idea when in reality it could be the next uber or something you know totally and I just am not you know open enough to see it for what it is Mm -hmm. and so I think it's important to try to be mindful of of what we say when we're with 
our friends and our family members and people mm-hmm. wanting to try new things and it's, yes I I love that she s- says it is wild to let others be wild it's and so like, wild <laughs> it is it's it's just good and it really is a respect thing she talks about in that same passage just how respecting um how people feel and and what they love and how they love and respecting their choices it's like when we're trying to control other people's choices and lives it's I can see how that could kind of like disrespecting them and what Mm -hmm. they believe in their core and what their truths are and so being trusting of of the people in your life and respectful of them and their decisions is so key totally and it's, it also just sets you up for a healthy relationship too with whoever it is your t- friend or a family member or a spouse or a partner like it's just going to be so much it just seems healthier if yes. you're doing what you feel is good for you and as long as it's not detrimental to your relationship you mm-hmm. know on either end then I just feel like it could only lead to a healthy happier relationship and in that same respect, if if you know that, like, you can't get there with this person, whether it's the friend or a spouse or whatever it is, and you just, you, you just can't support it, and you know that it's going to be a struggle for you forever, and, and, and maybe it, it doesn't fit your path, yet you want you it's not detrimental to that person and it's not dangerous or harmful um but you know you're going to keep bringing it up to them and you aren't going to be able to drop it like those are good signs of like I just think it's respectful to leave relationships Mm -hmm. whether they're friendships or marriages if you're going to only pull each other down because Mm -hmm. you can't respect their their path or their yeah their trajectory um and yeah sorry go ahead yeah no like I I just think there there is a line that has to be drawn and hopefully you can get yourself to a place where you both can respect each other and love each other and let go of control but in some cases people can't and it's more harmful and detrimental to both of you to stay in it and to be nagging the rest of your lives and upset because yeah. that's exhausting oh I was just thinking because it makes me it reminds me of this book of untamed at one part she talks about how your family be an island you know, you Mm. make your own island and Mm -hmm. you decide the things that you will and won't allow on your own island and who you're going to release your drawbridge down to come onto your island. The people who support you and the people who accept you and your path, those people you can let across your drawbridge and come to your island. And then those who aren't supportive doesn't mean the drawbridge can't be let down to them eventually, but you have to set some boundaries for yourself and for your relationships and for your little family island and your family can be just you that can be just you as you totally single island and and just be careful with who you let come onto it and make sure Mm -hmm. that you can trust them and that they respect your choices and she talks a lot about that in untamed and I think that's such 
an awesome way to put it into perspective, just a nice analogy of who to let people, how to let people in and how to choose. Yes. Everyone just needs to read this entire book. It's the best book. I really hope it was under all of your Christmas trees. Same. (laughs) I love it. I, I really do. I genuinely love it so much. But because she's she's so relatable too, she's just very honest. Mm-hmm. She, I just feel like kind of when she wrote this book, she just wrote what popped into her mind at the time, like word which, vomit. Yes, which is so refreshing. In the best way. Yeah, but I I noticed that I do this even on small scales. Like so, right before she talks about this, we just read. She's talking about her her wife Abby and how Abby will come to her with ideas. And she just will like shut him down or dismiss. Mm-hmm. Glennon has the best ideas, but then mm-hmm. when she really sits and thinks about it, she says, "I think that it's well that Abby has good ideas. <laughs> she has good ideas too." Yeah. And I think about that in my own marriage with JP. That I know we both have ideas. I know we're both capable people. And but what we run into a lot is that we have the same end goal, but our ways of getting there are completely different. So we each have the same end goal, but with different paths. And of course, I think my path is better and seems to be the one we should take. But then he's like, no, but this is the path that I think. It could even literally be like directions driving to somewhere, right? And I'm like, but why wouldn't you take this way? And then I, mm-hmm. you know, and he'll say, but this way is the more direct way. And then I have to sit and think about it. And I'm like, oh, that's actually a great idea. Or this could be for anything, like any problem that like we're trying to solve or anything we're trying to do. I'm always like, okay, but I've already planned it out in my head. So this is what we should do. And he'll be like, or we could do this. And then I have to, I kind of stare at him and think about it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, (laughs) that that actually could work. And Uh it might even be better than what I had planned. And that's right. kind of, a, you know, it's a hard pill to swallow, but also kind of fun because then I'm, and then it works. And then I start to like, you know, just trust him more and be like, what do you think? <laughs> this is what right. I think, but what are you thinking? Uh-huh. And so it's, it's something that I do. I mean, all the time that I think is something I'll always struggle with, but work on, you know, that I think, I always think that I, I know, you know, until I right. don't know. Right. <laughs> Oh, something I, I, the like whole new year goals thing. I know some people get like bothered by why do you have to make goals only at the beginning of the year? But I, th- I thrive. In- I thrive. <laughs> I love it. If it works for you, it. you need to do it. But this is definitely one of mine. And um, I think, I think everyone can really work on it so that's why we felt like we should talk about it today I just think we live in a world where right now everyone is looking more for division and reasons to be bothered by each other and in so many aspects and um And I mean, I'm not saying that any of those reasons are invalid or not true or whatnot, but I think that it could be a very wise and um, 
helpful goal for all of us to just as a good little mind shift, try (laughs) to let go of the control or the frustration and love and just love people for who they are right now, what they're doing um, and see how differently that starts to affect all of your relationships in your life. Yeah, I, okay. I completely, I completely agree. I think yes, everything you said is exactly the case because mm-hmm. it feels really good when you can like let go of control. Like when you, cause think about like when you're just, you, you feel uptight and then you can like let out a big scream or something, or you just like <laughs> go on like a big run and like you feel, but be- you know what I mean? Like when you let go, you mm-hmm. feel better, you feel weightless. And I you think do. it's easier to be around people. It's easier for people to be around you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something we can all work on. I agree. Before we let way you guys to... go. Yeah. What a great way to start. Totally. Way. Before we let you go, we just wanted to remind you about our sponsor for this episode. Oh, duh. The Hydro Jug. Yes, but can I tell you guys what I have in mind as we speak? I don't know if you've heard me sipping, but I've been sipping. <laughs> and I need to tell you what has really done it for me. And it's going to get you guys really excited for tell me springtime, laying by the pool, summer, hot weather. Yes. It's keeping your drink that. cold. Yes. It's basically <laughs> that in your huge hydro jug. Okay. So we've talked about these um, little packets before. And they're non-toxic, not filled with any bad things. No aspartame. Um, No aspartame. Whatever the heck that is, because that sounds... That's only cancer. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, They are the True Life. Is that what they're called? Am I blanking? True Lemon. True Lemon. True Lemon packets. (laughs) Okay? As I butcher it. And I... I live and die by the strawberry flavor. It's really Ooh. doing it for me these days. Okay. So you peach can get them me. literally. Oh, I forgot about peach. <laughs> you, can't, you can't forget about peach. Shoot. It's always out of stock. That's probably why. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing a packet of the strawberry flavor. And then I walk my cute bum into Trader Joe's and I go into their juice section and I grab their limeade that they have Ooh. in and it's a mix of like lime and lemon and it's some other so things. Good. Ugh. And is it I the one was... in the glass bottle? Okay, no, but oh. that one is like that one is next level. <laughs> that one's insane. This one this this one's more um, probably healthier for you than the one in the glass oh, bottle. That's unfortunate. I know. I know. But like <laughs> if we're just trying to be like a little bit yeah, healthy, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I do. So I just do, I get it. I do a dash. I just do a dash of the limeade mixed in with water filled to the brim with the packet. Yummy. And you're sitting by the ocean. Oof. You're hydrated. And the best part about Hydro Jug the the um stainless steel and the glass bottle they are non-toxic they don't have any plastics in them so they're not disrupting your hormones 
They're giving you a half gallon of water. That's insane. So you will be peeing 24-7. Yes, take it. I take made it from a Jules. goal these past few weeks, you guys. I have had my entire, entire hydro jug every single day. Very proud of myself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, not re- I'm not refilling. I'm only at the half gallon mark. I can't, I can't do more than that at this time. <laughs> but let me tell you what the game changer is, is that it is, it's got a straw, which yes. changes everything. It's like built in. Like when you open mm-hmm. the lid, you can't see that it's like, that there's a straw there. It almost tricks you into thinking you have to tip the whole thing upside down to drink from it. But yes. all you have to do is just pop the top and you've mm-hmm. got the straw and it is so it's great. It's a dream. It is. Keeps everything so cold all day long. And it takes me all day to drink the whole thing. So I can mm-hmm. vouch and say that it keeps it cold all the day long. Yes. And we have a code for you. It's Flourish. You enter it at checkout. Gives you 10% off. And let's get hydrated together, okay? Let's sit on the toilet and pee all day and get hydrated <laughs> together. And stay healthy while we're doing it. Yes. <laughs> well we love you guys we love you so much take it away Jules what are we not gonna forget (laughs) we're the worst we're the worst when we ask for things Uh uh-huh we're just asking you guys to rate and review our podcast give us a five star on Spotify give us a five star on Apple Podcasts write us a review there it means so much to us and we appreciate it more than you know it helps our podcast grow and it also helps our hearts grow, which who doesn't love a heart growing? <laughs> we, we need all the love. We need all the love and less control. Yeah. Exactly. Way to tie it all together, Jules. Not, not me controlling, controlling them. them. And in that note, we should probably uh-huh. go. We love you so much. Bye. Love you. Have the best week.